0: What's going on, everyone? This is Mike Sleeter with the My 2 life podcast. It is Friday, September 16th on the Gold Coast of Australia. I'm sitting here with my brother-in-law, and he one an only LR110. And, uh, yeah, we're going to get on to this next episode of the My 2 life podcast. Um, we're sitting here in my garage looking at a torn down 165 with its plastics on a crutched uh, little wheelchair for to get around on but uh what's going on luke how's it been dude
1: yeah pretty good um just been working Looking. really yeah
0: you're grinding dude you're always grinding yeah uh what, what, what do you got going on dude tell them um, what's, what's the lr 110 platform and kind of like what, what's the deal these days
1: yeah so i'm pretty much based in queensland at the moment um Run more so the clinic side of things, uh, just trying to get the growth in the sport, getting more riders into the industry. Um, I do have a few selective riders that I do help out week to week, but more so I do prefer to do the clinic side of things and all the new up-and-comers and and, um, just, yeah, just new learning riders trying to get into the industry. Um, But lately, just been preparing a few riders for the junior Aussies, uh, which are up in about two weeks' time. And... I had a group it's just small group of three riders that i'm just helping out with some supercross as well so we started that last couple of weeks and that's been going really well just um they they are kind of fresh to the supercross so well, supercross riding so it's um it's just kind of yeah just like we we start off pretty mellow and they've been stepping up each week and yeah we got about four weeks out before the first round
0: man you i know uh Moving to Oz and watching your journey from racer to full-time coach and in and, and revamping what is to come for you has been pretty exciting, man. And um, you work your balls off, that's for sure, out on the track. And yeah, before we go into depth of kind of what you're doing and your thoughts on the sport, I definitely want to get up to the sponsor of this podcast. Uh, first and foremost, MX Store. It's the home of the largest range of parts and accessories in Australia, oh man they're a big part of what i do my my daily grind um and of course the intense cycles uh keeps me sane keep riding my bikes and you're currently riding the intense taser yeah rehabbing your knee how you like that yeah
1: i yeah, think sick it um <laughs> yeah it's it's as close to a moto that i can kind of get to it all the also, yeah, also, yeah. yeah.
0: It's, it's good man i was a hater of e-bikes as people know and Or people don't know, but I was like, oh, you got to be, you know, I would call acoustic bikes versus like electronic, right? Like guitars. And I was a hater because it's like, oh, you got to earn your Ks or miles. And dude, that's not the truth. Mm. They're pretty fun. allows guys like you to be just two and a half months post-op getting out on the trails and rehabbing. Yeah, yeah. Getting strong, and I'm choking on my Coors Light. It's Friday, it's Friday <laughs> night, dude. I've had a, a few beers, and, but anyways, yeah. Intense cycle is a big part of our fa- my family, and uh, what I get to be a part of as a global ambassador and and representing brand here. And I'll be out to, going out to Bend, uh Bike Fest tomorrow, support some of the riders, which is pretty exciting. And of course, Rhino Power the product kind of speaks for itself. I know you use Rhino Power a lot. A lot yeah. of your Rhino, your athletes use Rhino Power. Um, yeah, use a. Uh, Sleater 15 for 15% off Rhino Power products. Um, man, do you ever use that Gladiator?
1: No, no, I haven't.
0: You need to? Yeah. It makes you feel like Rhino.
1: Yeah, sweet. Rhino
0: himself. out Zen out. Just <laughs> full freak out mode. Just attacking people. When you ride the Taser, I'm on my, my sniper. I'm using Gladiator. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, thanks, Rhino Power, for being a part of this podcast. Um, and of course, Max's Tires. I use Max's Tires on my intense cycles and my. 450, uh, 125. Man, I I'm a Maxxis tire. Are you Maxxis tire guy?
1: Yeah, yeah, I am. I actually haven't been on a bike for about eight months. Um, but yeah, I was am Maxxis guy. Maxxis yeah.
0: guy that st just ripping knobs off at Pimpama.
1: Yeah, yeah, unreal <laughs> tire. But um, yeah, unfortunately, you got to be good at changing tires because yeah. you will go through them on a hard pack track. But.
0: Because and that's the thing that the Maxxis tires are a true soft compound. Yeah, 100%. they're not they're not a, a fake uh, a soft compound that works yeah for a long time so. and i have
1: that argument with uh, parents that train and that they um they talk about the maxis or certain tires and they're like oh you know they're tearing apart in a certain amount of weeks i'm like yeah that's kind of like the point of what they're meant to do if they're just slowly wearing down you got your grinder out trying to reshape them there's an issue there the things aren't <laughs> working like Yeah,
0: exactly. if they're just rolling off yeah yeah like exactly right like uh if you're using a Maxxis, go to the harder terrain tire on, yeah. to last longer. The ST, which we know is one of the best tires in the world, yeah. it's meant for soft terrain, yeah. and of course the scoop tire for Coolum and the soft soft track. So, thanks to Maxxis for um, <coughs> Maxxis Rhino Power, Intense Cycles, and MX Store for supporting this podcast and allowing us to to do our thing. Um, like I said, it's Friday night. I've had a half a pizza. You came over, cleaned off every beast, but. The last piece because you didn't want to feel like a fat ass like me and we're going to talk some moto i've been uh i was going to do the rip one rip a podcast alone and luke was uh like come on over i'm having beers and pizza in the garage let's do a podcast so we're here in the garage it might be a little bit echoey but uh yeah man so back to you lr 110 real impressive platform you got coaching i know you're extremely busy go in more depth of like like you said you're you're not just going after the fast guy or the elite guy. It's, it's really growing the sport.
1: Yeah. hundred percent. I, um, I always get asked questions, what I prefer to do, whether it's, you know, following the, um, pro mix around working with a couple of pro guys or starting off with the real beginner riders. And honestly, I, I get a lot of thrill out of, you know, the beginner riders and the vet riders, the ones that really want to be there and actually you, you want to make a difference. Um, they don't talk back to you <laughs> they are um, they, they kind of yeah they they just want they're, they're there for one purpose only is just to get better and be a safer rider and that's what it's all about and um, yeah so I've been doing yeah fair bit of clinics and stuff, traveling around I was actually on my way out right now to Coolham. the it's actually now the first round of the seQ series so um,
0: in, in southeast Queensland southeast
1: Queensland yeah so yep. it's a it's just a little three round series first round unfortunately got rained out about two weeks ago um, so then Coolum's taken on the first round for this weekend so I've actually linked up with MX next door uh, with a we call it the race day support program uh, we have like a selective a few riders that get to be part of like this program that allows them to be mentored throughout the day um, we do like track walk in the morning go to the line with them debrief after motos and pretty much just yeah it's give them an experience that a lot of riders have never had the chance to have especially the ones that just doing it for fun they may only be it for a couple of years but they want every bit of experience out of the time that they're in it so it um yeah it gives us obviously it's a bit of fun for myself and yeah it's, it's good income. to see that yeah
0: you know they say if you if you love what you do it's not work yeah right if you if you you know you can work every day but if you love what you do, what you do it's not work. And um, i've been able to experience that you know testing and writing and and seeing you and what you've done with mx store fmf vision ballards and other brands um fxr with your all-in program for those races is pretty cool like you said you you've taken what you've learned from riding from like an orange brigade program and other race teams and seeing what your friends and yourself have had and gone goggle prep how to prep your goggles how to walk the track these dads that haven't done it don't know
1: yeah yeah 100 percent. i started off with just like the support program is they'll just be under the 10 and go to the line with them and then little things i worked out along the way of Kids would turn up with dirty goggles at a race meeting. They would turn up with a dirty helmet with a race meeting. They wouldn't prep goggles between moes and just deal with no tear offs and I'd be on the line with them. I'm like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like you <laughs> you got no tear offs in your goggles, you you know, that's a that's got you know, the the rains fell an hour ago and <laughs> yeah. you um you're gonna be cooked by the time you get in that first turn. So it's it's one of those things we um we kinda well, I had to talk to MX Store, and we linked up with um, FMF Vision, and we end up just getting a yeah a few sets of goggles supplied from them, tear off, some roll-offs. So obviously, depending on what conditions of the track it, uh, would be on the weekend, you know, the kids are set, they're dialed, and I just prep them between motos. So and it
0: takes that, that element of wonder and question for the parent. Yeah. yeah. They pay a little bit of money for guidance, and like a lot of parents, they're there for a race, not a, a practice day. They, they want to get the best out of their – out of their day and, and having the right guidance of how to, how to pack your gate, Like all the things that a lot of people take for granted that, that a pro or someone like yourself that's yeah. made it very far in the industry. Yeah. You take for granted. Right. And then yeah. you're allowing to take all your learnings and all of your, um, mentorship and apply it to these young, uh, boys and girls and women and men to take your experience and what you've learned through all that and apply it on a race day situation is, is is pretty impressive man and and to get things straight you're not the mechanic you're more you're not the you're not you're more of the guidance the trainer correct
1: yeah 100% like even so much as that track walk I'll I'll cover um like how to actually prep a gate and it was an eye-opener at the Queensland's this year so they they um structured the race race day a little bit different to in the past um they actually made every kid starting from 50cc all the way up to the pro level um be held at uh, the marshalling area and the riders had to go out and prep their gate and it was (laughs) it really was the funniest thing i've ever actually seen these between not even just the young kids the 15 year olds that had no idea how to actually prep their gate because dad went and did it for them every weekend so this is a part of just developing as a rider uh, for the ones that will stay in it for a long time and i actually part of our track walk i have the parents involved too i stand there i actually prep the gate get them to watch i you know not saying my way is the correct way but you I, have
0: a, i mean whether you can agree it's the correct way or not it's probably most definitely better than the way they were doing yeah 100 and yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah they kind of get them um the the chance to take on that they'll take that on board and um yeah, really, it's it, all around all over the whole weekend. They learn so many things and take so many things out of it. And I always, I do try to mix it up with new riders each event. But um, sometimes, yeah, the people that had the experience want to jump back on board and obviously depending on the – well, not depending on the results, but either yeah, way – Yeah, because it's
0: not result dependent.
1: No, nah, not at all. It's
0: it's um, what you gather from it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this weekend. I think uh, tomorrow I've got the four riders under the actual tent. They're all C-grade riders. And – you know, they're just there to enjoy themselves and they in the up. Think of
0: that. If you don't know, sorry to cut you yeah. off. I'll probably do that 15 more times throughout this podcast or more. Cut you off. But just like we're riding 125, just keep cutting me off. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, a dad, just you're taking the weight off the parent. I say dad, but mom or dad because we know all of those crazy mini moms. Yeah, they're just, You're taking the pressure off them yeah. to understand from a professional like yourself, like, this is the be- This is the, the what we think is the correct path. Is you know, there's a way, and maybe your way is in the middle, or one far on the left, one far on the right. At least it's a lot better than what they were doing. Yeah,
1: yeah, hundred percent. So
0: yeah, um, it's it's really cool. I think it's really special what you're doing. Um, is it tough sometimes to see maybe them show up with the rod box bike, like super hammered bike, and how do you gauge where, where to stop the fixing
1: yeah like it is yeah it it definitely is hard like as in as in like the bikes that come under the tent you mean yeah, like uh yeah, yeah. yeah like i think it's kind of cool like i like it when a bike you know someone turns up when they're they're literally there just for the fun of it and they may have tires that are completely bored or go to a sand track and they literally got a a bald hard pack tire but I think that's just that's bringing back the fun in the sport I think it's awesome And not because Ben thing was the the all-in program it, it's to allow everybody to have an experience no matter what level they're at and it's like when I um, said um, about training the vet riders and the beginner riders I I get more out of, I get more of a thrill out of that because I just think that is the most awesome thing ever because
0: you're, you're taking them from a, a point a trajectory of like kind of nowhere to somewhere yeah yeah exactly the more more that's that's really special man and i I see a lot of value in that i love coaching myself i don't do it much anymore but i do value like showing that improvement like getting getting something out of it um i mean my rider here mason my kid who you coach as well he's busted up in a cast because he cut his foot in a rut yeah and we're looking at a naked (laughs) 65 because i'm going to do things to it that I shouldn't do. That he should just ride it the way it is. But hell, that's part of being a dad is making your kid have a cool bike. But um, man, that's it's really special. Where can people go to find more about the LR110 program and and what what they're doing, what, you, what you're doing? And um, Actually, you have a couple of guys that work underneath you as well. So where do they go to find out? How do get involved with your program?
1: Yeah, a lot of it's through social media. Like it's um, through our Instagram page, uh, which is LR 110 Elite Motocross Training. Um, and then that'll kind of send you through to a link to our website that allows you to book in online, um, depending if it's a weekly, just regular session, one-on-one sessions, clinics, race day support, whatever it may be. Um, and then I do have a couple of other trainers under, you know, under my wing. And then I also train Joel Evans, which you know, he finished his um, career best of seventh overall in the pro um, MX1 class uh, this year. So we sometimes link up and do a bit of you know, joint training. Um, he may run a few clinics for me. Had Jace Closford, He just signed with GITR Yamaha, so he um, he runs a couple of sessions for me as well. So it's kind of cool to have some of the you know some friends I've raced throughout the years. That's uh, Joel Evans, is actually my brother-in-law as well. So it's cool for us to link up and do a little bit of that side of things. But yeah, pretty much, you know, you'll see us at the races. You have any questions? Um, you're interested in any training? And you have
0: a website as well, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, the website. Yeah, so it's um, just lr110elitemotocrosstraining.com. Um, so yeah, there's you can kind of jump on there. There's an all-in program which offers you know, uh, weekly workout routines, uh, stretching routines, tutorials on actual riding, um, from literally doing the most basic things as standing position all the way through to scrubbing. Um, there's a learn to ro- oh sorry. Um, how do I look? Uh, part on the actual site as well, which where you can actually upload some videos and I can give you feedback on your actual technique and stuff like that. So, again, it's training without me actually physically being there. So, you can be anywhere in really Australia and I can help you out. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much you see in r- the that's tracks. That's really cool, and, man. Yeah. And, and,
0: and I know you just recently went to the States and helped some riders there, and you're going back to the States in January to help some more riders. So Man, if you're in the States, I know a lot of people that listen to this podcast are in America. Hit up Luke when he comes over to the States. Jump in one of his training lessons, and uh, yeah, he'll get you dialed in. Um, Before we get into other topics, uh, is there any more you want to add to LR110 before you're going?
1: No, no. If, yeah, if you ever see us out of the tracks, just come hit us up and you know, you're more than welcome to jump in a session and we'll, we can work you in any weeks, any days. Um, yeah, we've always got availability if you're on the coast or, or Gold Coast, Sunshine Coast, Brisbane, Ipswich area, that's our weekly region. So if you're keen for it, just hit us up and um, otherwise I'll see you at some of our clinics when we start traveling around the, you know, around the country.
0: Sweet. Um, as we transition into a big part of this podcast that's weekly is about wreckers, the checkers, I just asked you before we jumped on, what do you think of the episodes? And you're like, uh, uh."
1: (laughs) man, I've been doing, I've been doing like 12 hour days Uh, lately. I get home and I go straight to sleep. (laughs) There he
0: goes talking about his coaching again. freaking selfish. (laughs) So record of the checkers episode four just went live and it was a banger, man. Sydney's back. She's building bikes. Nigel's not as mad at me anymore. You saw the bikes when we started, man.
1: Yeah. They were (laughs) (laughs) they were similar to my like they actually look like my one two five that I pulled up for twenty three hundred dollars. Yeah,
0: it was actually. Yes. Yeah.
1: It was yeah, very similar. But um I will have to check it out for sure.
0: Um man, it's it's you you did uh come by the shop the other day and saw them in bits and pieces and and man, the crew is working hard. It's it's been a really cool journey. Um we got to thank Muckoff and Motorex for, and Maxis for being a big part of this series and, of course, Red Bull. Um, without everyone that's doing that, it wouldn't be possible. Man, you know our homie Guy Streeter, Robbie, who's over there, Cedric Evans, who's behind this camera, both of them behind the camera lenses, um, Sydney, Nige, Jenna, Dylan, Micmac. That crew has been working so hard on this 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 series. And for those that have texted me and messaged me, DM me how much you like it, do yourself a favor, and and or do us a favor, or me a favor. Sorry, message those guys, and gals. They've been working so hard to bring deliver a product that I, I think we're very proud of at MX Store. Um, they uh, this this has been really cool to take a bike, and transform it that's what we, you did you you took a wrecker
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: kind of based off this series we, we kind of i just
1: had no idea what i was actually doing though that was the hard part <laughs> where <laughs> it would have been nice for some of the yeah the boys to actually do it for me but
0: well uh you keep keep uh, doing your thing and i'm sure someone will build you a badass bike or you keep building pieces of shit and you can do it yourself <laughs> but um yeah, I I really recommend you to tune in, to get into YouTube, tune in, uh, just search "Records to Checkers." It's a multiple episode series of us taking some old Yamaha, uh, an old Yamaha, an old Suzuki, and transforming into something really special. Um, get on there, comment what you want us to build, uh, what the theme of the bike. We haven't came up with the themes of the bikes yet. We have a, okay, Luke, I'm gonna ask you what you think they should be. We have an old a 2005 yamaha 125 uh, yamaha 125 we had a 2002 RM 125 you were like yeah. a young pup man you're like eight years old
1: yeah i was just can't, can't, like yeah thinking back actually my 125 was an oh06 i think it was oh six or oh seven
0: so in that era do you remember who was racing at 05 125 back then so cam taylor boost mobile Oof. yamaha do You remember that, Were you too young?
1: Yeah, Ryan Marwan. I think he was lights back then.
0: Was he on? Was he on KTM still? He was a KTM I server. think so.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but
0: so who was on a YZ125? Oh, YZ. Um, Cam Taylor. Was it? Uh, um, Urquhart was on a 125
1: too. Yeah, I reckon I could pull out a few old Supercross I, videos. I that know Metty. I old know man tones was, was
0: probably <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Yot Matt, Matt Cassidy. I raced a 125 in Supercross. That's how Danny Like I'm just like, man, I'm talking to a young pup.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, um... RM125.
0: you think in Millsaps, Pastrata, Nico Izzy. Yeah, he yeah. Wrote, he wrote a... In Loretta 0125. Yeah, that 25. would Who was a fast Suzuki three. rider in Australia?
1: Fastest Suzuki rider?
0: RM125, you think. Who can you think of?
1: Oh. Uh, back then, that would have been...
0: The Kiwi Cody Cooper probably rode RM125, huh?
1: Yeah. Supercross... John Porter was... Yeah, yeah good yeah yeah he, he
0: was the legend like i got to race him in 99 newcastle speedway yeah yeah and he smoked me and he did heel clickers and from what i gather i, I was really stoked to meet him um it was jay marmont doggy yeah and john o, myself craig anderson racing newcastle speedway i was on a stock (laughs) kt 25 yeah yeah and uh this is well before i met your sister and um yeah man he was doing heel clickers knack knacks off these little jumps and it was epic guy and i came not many years later that he passed away yeah yeah unfortunately at Coolum. yeah yeah um but yeah that's uh there's been a lot of cool feedback on what bikes we should build on records the checkers, so get on there. You know, tell us what bikes you want to think, what you would like to see. It doesn't matter if you're from Australia, America, Europe. Let us know on that YouTube channel, MX Store, Records the Checkers, and we'll also use hashtag Records to Checkers to win a year supply of Muckoff and Motorex, as well as some Maxxis tires that we talked about. Yeah, you're gonna need some Maxxis tires soon. You start riding in a couple months. Yeah, yeah, a couple months. I'll hopefully we'll be back so on. So go back to your old Yamaha's. Use hashtag Records to Checkers, Luke. Maybe you can win a set of tires. Yeah. A, a year's supply of muck off. You got a van to clean. Yeah, yeah. You got some oil to change. There you go. You can put You can add it into your all-in program. So, yeah, just tune in to do yourself a favor. Tune in. It's a great time. We have some epic bike builders. Uh, Two of four people, Jenna and Dylan and Sydney and Nige, building some epic bikes. And uh, if you don't tune in, you're missing out. It's a great show. And um, transitioning from that, man, it's – uh. Been a journey here in Australia. Like I, I've said it a million times, but man. What a pretty cool sitting here with you. Yeah. In Australia, your your hometown, your home country. Yeah. We used to sit in the garage.
1: Back in the states.
0: Me not tightening your oil drain plug. Yeah, going I'm over the bars.
1: <laughs> swapping sitting out. Sitting at home with ice on my knee, busted knee. Busted. So, for <laughs> those that you
0: don't know, we talked a little about Luke's training. Luke's my brother-in-law. Um, also, like my my first son. He moved over the states to chase his racing career um rode for the orange brigade ktm program and uh we got to travel the country together i got to learn how not to treat a 17 year old he got to learn
1: not to get a missus at 18 <laughs> by, a, by a range rover yeah waste money waste time and, hey. and i've
0: told him not to and i learned that he has to learn it from learn it for himself and we've met in the middle and we're here sharing the love for two wheels on bicycles, um, coaching, racing, and he's mentoring my son Mason, who's an absolute frother for riding, and it's really fun. And most importantly, supporting Noah, who's a weapon soccer.: Killer soccer, soccer player. Killer <laughs> soccer player. We get, every
1: weekend we get off, we're there, cheering him on, yep, yelling. Full exactly. 50 dads, but yeah, out the are. soccer field.
0: Yeah, fighting dads in the soccer field. <laughs> no, we won't get into that. But, um, anyways, man, talk about some cool shit, not our family stuff imagination Tyler Behrman's
1: and blowing up on Instagram <laughs> yeah, I actually t- didn't repost it but I should have and I reckon everyone should because what he did today that was a that was nuts
0: what he's been doing
1: yeah what he's been doing but what? I think he took it to another level today that's just a yeah Yeah, I crazy. never think he could take it to another level but that was just and, they, and yeah. that's
0: just practice man
1: oh really that's yeah, just practice realize, yeah they're
0: just sizing it up so this is why I want to talk to you about it because you're 27 now
1: uh no, tw- uh, 28, nearly 20- 29. Oh, shit. A couple you're of old, weeks so like, I am getting old.
0: Yeah, so I'm 42. So, <laughs> so here's what's weird, right? And I'm not going to, I don't, oh, man, this sounds so crazy. They're so stupid. Back in my day, back in my day, when I walked <laughs> up the hill in the snow and no shoes, both ways of school. No, back in the day, man, freestyle comps were like a mini version of Bearman's Imagination. Yeah. They weren't a ramp to a freaking sponge. Yeah, yeah. It was aired up landing. They were legit. Like, X Games was gnarly. And look mm. who you had. You had Pastrana. Yeah. You had Twitch. Guys that raced Deegan, yeah. Feist. I'm I'm. to I'm say I'm dating myself, but these guys all race Supercross. Yeah. Nowadays, you have guys that are borderline gymnasts. And let's jump, jump in Bilko. in yeah. there, And, like, Sinclair. All these guys that actually race moto transition, Mike Mason, Adam Jones, Nathan, Nate Adams. Nate Adams was not that good of a racer. He never even I think he made a night show by default. Yeah. But these guys that race could time natural terrain jumps. Yeah. Flow right. Then when the thing started turning into ramp kids, I call them ramp kids. Yeah. They hit a ramp, land on a landing, 75 foot, and they're just pulling triple double flips insane like props but it's not what Behrman, nah, hodges raha
1: yeah that comes from, i feel like a lot of that comes from super like supercross timing dude like, yeah what well they like Behrman's hit today that we um it's gone viral like the thing would have been well over
0: 150
1: oh well over 150 to wear though there was no you, you couldn't even size it up <laughs> i don't know how he could judgy speed to even approach the ramp like and he didn't even land on a landing kind of landed on the side of another landing like it was yeah it was nuts
0: it is and, and dude he brought over over as they call him grandpa they brought stanberg and twitch out to do some stuff i saw he flipped one of the first jump yeah, big it doubles is, yeah. first it was a bit, yeah and then you see Axel flip and stuff but it's not about flips and knacks and cans it's about using your imagination on a course yeah like those boys go out in the hills and. What I want to talk about was I'm very square box, like kind of corporate guy, right? I ran the amateur racing program. Do you remember, was Bearman on the team when you it were? He was, on? yeah. So yeah. You, That's you, how I
1: met him. That's how I, yeah. Yeah,
0: so you were on the team when Bearman was on the team.
1: Yeah.
0: I remember taking him out mountain biking behind the house, mm-hmm. and homie would vomit it up the hill. And I'm going, shit, dude, this kid's so out of shape. <laughs> like he's, He puked going, he's like your brother, Andrew, puking, right? Puked going up the hill, and I'm like, He's supposed to be racing Texas in the month. He's puking, barely climbing this hill. Tyler was trying to be forced into a box. Yeah. Right. Like you only can be a racer this way. He won a Loretta's title. I'm like, this kid's rad. Like the whole the whole um, verb crew backed him. The Deaf family backed him. The DC family backed him. <clears throat> Everyone backed TB because he was an epic human. Yeah. But <clears throat> he didn't have that desire of training and Mm. what it
1: it took to, you know, go to the next level as in, in the racing side of things.
0: Absolutely. And the sport doesn't have a lot of space for anything else. Yeah. So he thought, well, I just have to race. Mm. But what that kid did was he worked so hard and dedicated himself so much. Every DC photo shoot, be the biggest, whip it harder, go bigger, do things. And dude, he has, him and Axel Hodges, Colby Raha, have just blown my mind. Taking this, bringing back the flow, and, and kudos to Red Bull and Monster for let, allowing these riders to like express themselves. Yeah. Dude, it's mind blowing. You have the old man, uh, you know, uh, Tom, uh, God damn, Tom from Florida. Can't even believe it. I can't forget his last name. This is embarrassing. Anyways, use a thumb throttle in X Games. Yeah. He, uh, dude, I'm, this is embarrassing. And then Vicky Golden's going out. I mean, dude, how's Vicky Golden? She, would she school you in the free ride, dude? Do you think?
1: Yeah, 100%. She would now. <laughs> I can't, Yeah, I've lost all my confidence. I actually not uh, this injury that I had a couple of years ago. I had a real brain fade. Same thing. It was just a, like a. It was actually a Dean Ferris's track, um, which again is my brother-in-law. We were all kind of linked up in some fancy in, way. In
0: sexual way. What <laughs> yeah.
1: <are you> <laughs> but I, um, yeah, it was just like a big grass step up. And second lap was really the first attempt hidden. I'd never been there before. And I just, I didn't even know what happened. But I hit my head on the bars, knocked myself out, shattered my talus, was out for 12 months, had a lot of issues with my ankle. And honestly, since then, it's, well, I guess I'm getting older. It's common sense, you know, the, you know, the consequences of what can happen. And I definitely learnt that day and, yeah. Vicky Golden would smoke me in free and 100%.
0: Tom Parsons, bro.
1: Oh, they would all smoke me. No, but that's who I forgot his last oh, name. Tom pa- oh, Tom, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can throw some dirty whips. And yes, exactly it. right. Yeah. So you have he Tom like, Parsons. He was like one of the, I feel like oh, he's he an was. OG. He's yeah, an OG. Like he brought that.
0: Yeah, he lived at Grindstone yeah, in his yeah. little trailer. He's a minimalist guy, takes epic photos. Sorry, Tom, you are a weapon. What I like to see is you have Stephen Hogglestein, who's a photographer. He used to race with me back in the day, photographer, film guy. He's out there doing some stuff for Red Bull. You have Twitch, you have Bearman, you have Axel. These guys are out there not making a million bucks. Yeah. Well, maybe Bearman is and should be, and Hodges, but they're not out there for money. Most of no. them. They're out there because they freaking love to just go big. Yeah. And I saw that one hit of Bearman cranked Oppo and then grabs the branch like Travis Rice. So they're taking that yeah. snowboard. Mountain biking, like, yep. That yeah. free ride, and and, and dude, you're exactly right. Mountain biking. Bearman uses um, the mountain bike platform to inspire him with like a Cam, uh, cam Zinc. Yeah. He goes to the shred Tour. So I think it the the final the the show's open to the public this year. I never knew that. So that's been like a closed off thing. It's actually a comp this year with people. Yes. Yeah, so it's not just for so. It's going to go on this weekend. So I, I suggest if you haven't turned into imagination, it's going viral. I'm sure you've seen it. It's been it's been wild, man. Um, yeah. Uh, any closing thoughts on on uh, imagination?
1: Nah, like I I hadn't actually seen too many videos. I think I saw one of um, Axel do. I know, it might have been Axel flipped or like yeah, like pretty big um, gap. Na- natural uh, terrain. Yeah, flip. yeah, yeah. Um, which he's done some nuts stuff like flipping, and landing, and back into a wheelie and stuff <laughs> like stuff that no freestyle has done, and he. Yeah, I knew Axel from when I was racing B-class at Loretta's, and he won C-class. Like, yeah. And then the next year, he didn't, he didn't even do any more of you know actual racing side of things. He got into free riding now. And now look at him, dude. Yeah. He's,
0: he's got – he's he's making bucks, chick with big tits.
1: Yeah, yeah. Big money. Yeah, and they got like doonies and stuff. I don't think they do that anymore, but that stuff was nuts. But that was like the start of, I guess, his new career in free riding.
0: And, and he deserves everything he has.
1: Yeah, 100%.
0: And at Merriman and probably more. So – I think I can't wait to see the final go down. Hopefully everyone stays safe because it looks like – oh, dude, Josh Hill. Yeah. He's there. Actually, yeah, but then he's racing. Is yeah, he racing so CDR sports? is probably just cringing, dude. I was literally We're going to transition to that next. So this is a good transition. Josh Hill is on the factory CDR Yamaha, which is like the most straight-laced factory team led by the owner, Craig Dackery. Dackery's got
1: no, no nails left after watching <laughs> the film today. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, so uh, Josh Hill's out there doing Hill things, which is epic. You know, he kind of had that movement from pro motocross, factory Yamaha flips, breaks his femur trying to flip yeah and then he's he's a free spirit doing free ride things and he's coming to the world supercross series and that's what we're going to jump into next world supercross luke you know i've got to be involved a little bit of the back end of that through mx store and what's your hot take on global supercross
1: i think it's unreal It um It's definitely gonna yeah build the sport worldwide especially you know the supercross we know the world supercross or the series is you know the ama like that's the australian see it as and um it still is like it's still an awesome series but i think this is just going to take it to another level and um it's the mxgp so you know in australia we watch the we pay for our subscription for the ama we watch the motocross we watch the supercross we watch the gps but this is the GP I, I see it as Like the GPs Of Supercross Like it's A few people From all around the world They're all meeting in, You know Different locations Which is cool They're coming to Australia Which is going to build The sport for Australia um, I know the boys They're on awesome events And they have The last few Well Unfortunately The last two to Three years We, um, we had the issue the, with, the
0: spicy cough
1: Yeah the spicy cough So we had that issue But before that um, Yeah the boys uh, Were doing some Really awesome events And I didn't know If I would Go and travel and go and watch another Supercross because my older brother, Dan, like he's not racing it anymore. Um, but really, how could you miss you it when you got the world's split. best? I got flights. I got paid for VIP tickets for the, <laughs> I'm helping a few boys out in the Supercross on the Friday. But I'm like, yeah, why would, yeah, know, it's like I, going to an AMA. Like it's, you got all the world's best. It's actually probably better. Yeah. You got more riders that you don't even know, you know, there's some European so, so, dudes. and So stuff. let me
0: take it this way. You're talking about like I I'm I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw something at you. And then I'm going as you answer my question, I'm gonna step away and get a beer as you talk. <laughs> so here's what it is. People are saying it's the <laughs> retired man supercross series. <laughs> What's your take on that? When you got Chad Reed, Josh Grant, Justin Brayton, Matt Moss, um Justin Bogle who was gonna retire, didn't retire. I mean, the list goes on, man. What, what's, your, what's your take on, um, on like that theory of it's the.
1: Uh it really is, though. It, it's um, yeah. It's definitely. <laughs> it's it's a it's a vet Supercross in a way. It um the, the boys they you know we haven't seen any of them race. It's very actually. If you could put it up against something, it's it's like when you have a big group of amateur riders qualifying. No, sorry, not qualifying. Um, doing their pro debut, maybe doing their you know first round of supercross, and you got six to eight of them. You have no idea who's going to actually you know be the outstanding one on the first night, and it's honestly going to be like that. But with the the older fellas that retired a few years back, some of them maybe in the last 12 to. 24 months them, um, you know we haven't seen him even race a um a supercross event for a long time yeah that,
0: that's it man then that's that's what I, I wanted to hear is because when you go to england you're gonna have tomac you're gonna have roxon when do they get to see those guys race yeah exactly tomac's not coming to oz yet no. i bet something changes i just have a feeling yeah kenny's kenny we'll get into that in a second yeah no one's seen Kenny Race in England since his GP days, and no yeah. one's seen him in Australia ever. Yeah. He's never been to Australia in his life.
1: Nah. And he, he, knows, he knows people in Australia, but never actually been there. So. Yeah, Ju- Julian
0: Wilson did. Yeah. One of his best friends. Yeah. Real champ surfer. I'm a super fan. You know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we haven't seen Josh Grant here.
1: No, like i he actually did he come over one year i'm sorry yes right um oh that was actually qe2 stadium as well he um thanks for that correction i'm pretty sure it's qe2 he did come over one year um obviously i met him actually when daniel's racing in the states so that's the only reason i remember because when he had come over i you know i was able to actually have a chat to him when he was here but yeah it does only been that one time i know there's been a lot of other american guys that have come over here in the past but it would be, yeah, be interesting Like that dude rips on a dirt but He's another one that he doesn't so much do the free riding out in the heels, but
0: the he, free, he free
1: rides on a Supercross track. <laughs> like he does, yes. He's does, he got that technique that he would just jump stuff and know what else does. And
0: so let's break it down. Hot take. we got Chad Reed, Josh Grant, um, Luke Clout. Um, what, how's Luke Clout going to stack up against – I know he's coming off an of injury. Yeah. Justin Braden, who is, take the Kinney's? I think Kinney's and and Tomac. I mean, you can almost got to separate them. Yeah. But how good is the racing going to be with like that next group, man?
1: Yeah, it's 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 going to be tough. Like you know, you got Dino coming over again. He's been here. Dino, yeah, I like, forgot
0: on the Honda though. Yeah, yeah. On Pinrite Honda, and you have. um
1: Sealy. See, like I, don't, well, it's, that's it's, someone that's been retired for a few years now. But yeah, you know, the Duke can ride. And, like. and these
0: are these are names, man. Yeah. You know. You got Garrett Marchbanks, he rips. Yeah, he's. I think when I'm, he's not probably not the best idea. Best um, uh, example. Let's take.
1: Hot raft? like I think he, yeah, he yeah. was on the list. Yeah, as let's well. take a
0: guy that's in America, that's got high stock value, that's not racing like in the four hundred and fifty classes. Like, um, gosh, I'm sorry here. Let's let's take like an eighth place guy you know you're like man oh he's he's killing his stock value is up he's got a ride what Cameron McAdoo right yeah all whackers mm-hmm. he ain't racing it no he's fast he's on a factory team dude Josh Graham will light him up in a 450 Supercross man. yeah yeah I mean josh got some LB's he owns a pot shop
1: yeah same with Josh like Josh Hill's got speed too I don't know if he'll last at 15 laps but, but they're fun to watch but yeah there's
0: personality yeah McAdoo's loved up they got a country band together. They're doing things, <laughs> dude. They're they're in a different. I can't say too much. My
1: wife is um, <laughs> super yeah, fan. L- loves their podcast. <laughs>
0: but no, they're, I'm a fan too. They're, I I think every young couple like yourselves like that's a great role model. But this sport is fun. It's 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 lively. Like it's it's what it is. And I'm in a different trajectory in life. But to see Reedy come back and we get to see him race and we get to see. Brayton, you know, um, back on the track and we get to see Bogle racing on a good bike without a Kickstarter. And same with Jared <laughs> Drake <laughs> without a Kickstarter. But all in all, I think the the global supercross series is really cool. Um it's supposed to be a three round series. I think it's gonna be two. I, I think I have a feeling it's gonna be two rounds. Yeah. Cardiff and uh Melbourne. I haven't heard the third round, it's to be determined. But um Man, I'm excited. I think uh, I'm anxious to see like Tany on a lights bike.
1: Yeah, that's actually I was yeah I was thinking that the other day. I I wasn't I wasn't aware that he was actually riding the lights at the World Supercross. Um, I think he'll then, do good, man. Yeah, I think I think he definitely will do well on it. I I I've, I've never heard of someone actually riding a uh, 450 a on night Friday. before. Yes, he has to do an Australian Supercross. Yep, um, and he has to race the 450 class, which. You know, he won the um,
0: pro Motocross Pro-MX
1: Championship this year. So, he's you know, he's on a high. Uh, he's a teammate clout. Like, he was, he was that top three dude back, you know, the three years ago when we last had the Supercross. And I believe, you know, the hardest thing is he's just come off an injury that he's been off the bike for a good four to six months. Um, if he hadn't had that injury, I could really, not saying, not putting it, not saying he can't run up front, but... You know, it's a long time off the bike, and I, as long as he's healed up correctly and, you know, he can get back up to pace, he could be that top five guy, I believe. In
0: World Supercross.
1: Yeah, like, I, I, I think he's going to push that limit of making himself, you know, prove a point, and, yeah. And that's a good platform to do it. He's a good starter. He's a good racer. As long as, yeah, he's bounced back from his injury, I don't see any reason why he can't.
0: Okay, so check this out. We'll transition from World Supercross. I'll be in Melbourne doing track walks and with a collared shirt on, looking like a clown. You'll be in the fan with the red wine, screaming for your favorite, favorite fan. <laughs> Bummer, McAdoo's not there for your wife. <laughs> but um, anyhow, what I wanted to kind of break down all Supercross, man. I've been seeing a lot of different tracks on Instagram, and I've wanted to comment stupid shit. Can they build some whoops, bro?
1: Man, I was I I have that argument every single day. The kid, the dude, or not even kids. I call them kids because I'm so used to just training kids, but. The ones I'm training, they're like, oh, you know, did you see these the video of blah blah wherever they may be out in the, you know a different location in Australia? And I'm like, yeah, but look at the whoops! They're hitting, they hit the things wide open. They drop the front front end four times they're through them, ha- and they just pop back out. I'm like, they're not decent whoops. If they drop that front end at that pace, they're they're not, not, they're like, not whoops. They, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So I know, and I know, and I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I mean, they they haven't raced Supercross in two years. Mm. Um, but I was gonna get at is Tanny, dude. Yeah, I've watched his videos. You know I'm a fan. I think it's his series to lose. Mm-hmm. Four fifty Supercross. Yeah. Thoughts. Yeah, it's. You think Clout's? You think Clout's got something for him?
1: If, like I said, if Clout K- can rebound uh, from his injury, and I, I believe he will. Otherwise, he wouldn't be lining up. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be tough to beat. Tandy can Tani can definitely ride Supercross too though. He rode, St-
0: he rode for he uh, rode for Saltaire. Yeah, yeah. He was young. Yeah. I think overwhelmed when he came to the States. Yeah, yeah. So no, sort of Cloud as well though. Yeah, right?
1: Cloud did. I think Cloud got a little bit better results at each round by like maybe two or three positions. I was over there that year watching. Uh, we actually come to yep. visit you guys for Christmas, and um, they were both. You know, they qualified. I think every single round and. I think Clout was yeah about two to three positions up on Tanny each, um, each each
0: each man yeah
1: but things have changed. Been, that's three confidence years ago. Confidence swings. Yeah, they are both on lights bikes then. Um, and, and
0: and Clout looks good. I'm I'm thinking it's more of a confidence thing, not a yeah. skill thing. Yeah. Um I have an opinion though, dude. Or an, a, not an opinion, but a, a presumption that I think Justin Brayton stays. Yeah. I think Justin Brayton races all Supercross.
1: Is he racing Australian I,
0: Supercross? I, I don't see why he doesn't.
1: Yeah, Ureve again? I, I think so. Yeah. He's
0: riding for Eureve's Global Supercross Team. Yeah. We'll know Friday night in Melbourne if he lines up.
1: Yeah. Well, right, yeah. Uh, we think about we just, it. Yeah, there's he's, no reason. He's why.
0: the reigning champion.
1: Yeah. 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 We haven't had a series since then. I actually um, heard that one of the other teams have got a lights rider for the series as well american lights rider really and i don't know who it's gonna be i know yamaha has I, to be yamaha so i know
0: circo went after mumford okay i may i may have gave gav his number
1: yeah so well, yeah well, that's the team i was started i wasn't gonna say anything but yeah it is circo but i was assuming a yamaha ride, i didn't know maybe a club, club mx boy maybe like um Jay or oh um, that'd be good which he you know he's, he's a good he's, he's a good racer yeah like yeah he's, he stepped th- up so, last year so Bar-
0: barack shut it down Carson was a done deal. Oh really? I think, yeah, that he was coming, but it didn't happen. Yeah. So that would have been a bummer. Carson's a good kid. He had a good like last half of the season. Yeah. But yeah, I think we're gonna see some more Americans coming back yeah. in the series now that we get some momentum. And uh, Benny and the Ame team have, are putting on a good show. We have round one in Melbourne for all Supercross, and we have we go to uh, Wagga Wagga.
1: Yeah, I think Wagga well, Wagga. Well, well, I think it's the last round, maybe. Is it? Is it? it? Yeah. No,
0: is it? Or is it Adelaide? I was having a
1: chat to the... Yeah, I think Wagga Wagga... They were saying, because they're like, oh... Anyways,
0: four locations. Yeah, yeah. It's Melbourne, Wagga Wagga, Adelaide, Newcastle. Newcastle. Yeah. Newcastle's round two, I think. Okay, yeah. Maybe you're right. Yeah, so Newcastle's going to be big. Yeah. We're going to break out the records of Checkers bikes. I'm going to do a hot lap on the on one of them. Yeah, nice. Go over the bars and the whoops. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm not doing that. But yeah, so all supercross, Supercross. Um, who's your top three overall... Dang! Series. I got well, asked this the, question just the, the other seat. day. Um, Two fifty or four
1: fifty? four fifty. Well, like you said, if Braden turns up, he's gonna be hard to beat. He's a solid racer no matter yep. what. He's always, you know even when Daniel's racing, he still had that little bit of time. I'd I'd if if there's no other Americans coming over, Clout, Tanny, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Braden. I'd say you're still.
0: What if Dino said? Dino. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I would still take Brayden. Yeah, I don't know. Like he, he, has showed. Oh, he showed his potential. But then saying that at Ozex, I think uh, between Anderson and Dino, I think they actually had Brayden covered that night, did they? I don't okay, remember. A few remember. years ago. But Not by a, it's, much. It's a different Dino, though. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's aasaurus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you're sorry to cut you off. It's, you got Brayden. We're talking hypotheticals. So if there's no Brayden, so you got Clout, Tanny. Yeah. Yeah, Clout Tanny, who's number it's three. It's a tough
1: one. You know, Meddy rode Unreal this year in outdoors, <sighs> dude, I, and he's he's enjoying. He, you know, he's doing his own thing, but I, I, and think he's riding he, for Factory KTM. Yeah, Factory KTM. So, again, I think he rode the best this year. I had a chat to him at Cool in the last round, and you know, he he said he's loved the whole series. He's got his dad there with him. He's got his family, his friends, and so who you got? Oh, let's go. Let's Seems. go, Brayden. Uh clout and tanny i'm um, okay all right yeah. all
0: right so i'll say brayton's not racing i'll go tanny meddy clout
1: yeah
0: just just i think confidence I, and i think I, yeah i'm just man but now i didn't think of meddy yeah i'm gonna go tanny meddy clout lights yeah. who you got
1: actually i might go back on my okay yep. let's say let's say um brayton doesn't come brayton doesn't come you go Medi? I'm going Webster, top three.
0: For, and, and, and Wilson, they're all over an MTF. Oh, Wilson. Uh, Wilson.
1: <laughs> <laughs> dude, <laughs> see, this, is, this is awesome. Wilson that's, at okay. the last round of the outdoors was unreal. Jumped Guys, on the unreal. 450. Yeah. And in qualifying, I that dude just hung so that, it that out.
0: So takes, that takes the Brayton thing, I think, out.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, because there's a lot of them. There's yep. a lot of them on those Hondas. Yep. That so. takes
0: our th- my theories out the window. So Wilson, Todd, Kyle Webster.
1: Yeah i could see webster i i could see webster i can see wilson tanney and clout like mixing it up i just i mm-hmm, can see them boys mm-hmm. going for it
0: i i i don't disagree with you that's a great great for a feedback. championship i great, don't know I great great feedback great yeah. feedback uh lights class who you got top three
1: lights mm. that's a tough one
0: do you think crawford i don't i'm I'm not he will, he's always
1: going to be that top three do you He'd think like who, up who's there, the
0: fastest know. who's the fastest you think
1: i haven't seen crawford do a supercross for a few years um dang that's a hard one uh reese budd will be quick he'll 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 ride well um
0: and like you said jason might come over for serco
1: yeah yeah whoever they end up getting they're always going to be solid
0: yep. um they're in a tight ship
1: yeah it's hard like like i'm just trying to think of the pro like know, yeah, the factory riders that we've got like i'm i'm helping out um young Noah ferguson at the moment he's brother isaac Noah, uh, you know he's a he's a solid kid and a lot of people go oh because he's never done supercross really and they know him as a loose rider like you know, he, he hangs it out especially in motocross but I actually had a conversation with one someone the other day and they were laughing like, oh, yeah, is it just scary to watch him? I'm like, man, honestly, the first comment I made when he pulled in was, I've never seen you being so calm in your whole entire life of racing. That's like, cool. And it was cool. He's got an awesome technique and he actually, he respects the sport and he needs to because we were there at a practice day when and one day we were um, training on our track and there was another young fellow there and he had a decent crash. And I said, dude, that's why you have to respect the sport. It's, it's uh, you know, there's no room for um error and yeah he um he he could potentially ride really well he's getting through the whoops and that's a big part of the supercrosses
0: it whoops is going to be a,
1: over a second a lap if you can hit him or you can't and yep he's got everything pretty much dialed he's getting his suspension done he had his mechanic down last week so again he could be a top three guy i believe um and then yeah um jace cosford he just got that ride with gytr and that kid loves to hang it out too supercross i don't really remember he's pretty young so i don't really remember how he ended up in the last couple of years of when we actually had the series running he might have maybe only had two years under his belt um after turning into a senior rider um but yeah that that is hard like crawford yeah i think he's going to be up there reese budd he's going to be there um noah i believe he you know if he can just keep his head straight and Keep calm with a bit of you know, intensity and the pressure on the race day. I think he'll be well up there.
0: And it's cool. Supercross brings in, and especially in Australia, like a little bit of a question mark for us, right? Because yeah. we don't we don't have it. But um, lots of good stuff going on, man. And before we we have two things to cover before we get done. First one, Ken Roxon drops the news on Bubba's World. Yeah, free agent.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't – I haven't had a chance to actually listen to it, but I've seen you know, little bits and pieces, um, highlights and that on socials today. And, yeah, I don't really know the full story about it, um, what happened. But I did hear, you know, pretty much that, you know, he wants to be happy and for him to have the opportunity to do the World Supercross and stuff. I, and
0: Honda didn't want to support it? Yeah, yeah. Or support him? And I, did you see his post about his chain coming off and the stuff and the whoops? And nah. all that no, he, I didn't see that. He took it down before you saw it. Yeah. Okay. So he recently, a, or yeah, he made a post. I'm sure everyone's seen it. We're and I'm, and as you know, we're friends with Kenny, Sarah, and I, and Kenny yeah. and Courtney, and I'm a big fan. He he had he said, "Oh, first day of supercross. Luckily, I'm not dead. Chains off the hub, sprocket. Chains wrapped around the counter, and, and the chain guards ripped off." Yeah. Damn. Don't know
1: what how, happened. What
0: happened, but. Man, as a factory rider, you don't post that stuff. Mm. If you're not in like a bit of strive, you protect your sponsor, and that post is gone. Yeah. Now he talks about being a free agent because they're not sure how they want to support or not support it. But I do believe there's a Honda-supported team through HRC through Global. Yeah. There's some stuff going on, but he hasn't announced like. What team he's riding for, which is extremely weird, weird because this global Supercross seems like F one. It was actually a team, team bonus. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, man, if he doesn't ride for Honda, where do you see him going, and 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 what not through twenty twenty two Supercross, mm. twenty three Supercross? Sorry.
1: That's a hard one. Like Yamaha. I actually haven't looked into who's signing who. Like I'm assuming Yamaha Tomac. Mm-hmm. Assuming I would hope so, yes, yeah, yeah. and I would Super say, only. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would say, results wise, Christian would be Yamaha, maybe not, no, Husqvarna. Okay, yeah, see, I haven't, I, man,
0: man, you're off the socials, which is cool. Yeah, yeah so Christian's <laughs> time Christian with Husky, I think, before Supercross ended,
1: okay, so there's gonna be it, yeah, see, it's all new to me. For Io Ferrandis, so yeah. So you have Tomar Farandas,
0: and then Ferrandis is not. How about
1: Cowie? You got Anderson, and who else with there? You know, Savache <coughs> had some good races, Cinturello. but are they going to. No, they're not putting Cinturello. Cinturello. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you, that's when I mean, you kind of forget, like since was out this year, that dude is, you know, clearly Fragile. showing he can win it. He can win a championship, but man, oh, he's he is. impressive. He's yeah. his
0: gift for the gab and his professionalism, and then I mean, it's just hard to get rid of a guy like that. Yeah. Um. So where does Kenny go? HEP Suzuki?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. It'll be one of those things that he but will... But dude, the
0: last time he won a title was on Suzuki. Yeah. I'm just... yeah. No, Honestly, though, does he go back to KTM? Red Bull?
1: Is there a position for him? Well, there's Webb Red, and...
0: Red Bull's got money.
1: Yeah. And really, if they throw... Which... Oh, but then they threw Dungeon... And then Webb wasn't on there, so I don't know if they could have a 3 3 team. I don't know team. if that
0: would work very well with Kenny and Kenny and Cooper.
1: Mm. There's a bit of. I feet. think they There's, kiss and made up, th- didn't th- they? Th- yeah, that's,
0: that's old news, right? The girls, yeah. the, the girl thing. It's probably. Yeah, I'm news. sure they're
1: probably over that now. Yeah,
0: I hope so. They have kids and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Anyways, Ken Rockson's free agent. We'll play that out. See what it is. Pretty interesting though, right? His, his, his want to be free, to want to travel, to do more things has caused conflict with the OEM. His decisions, I don't take one side or the other. Interesting how that will play out. And, and uh, closing thoughts, Luke, Stars and Stripes versus the Kangaroo, MX of Nation.
1: <laughs> Damn, that one's hard. I think. Or is there a sneaky one come in? Of course but, I'm going to go for the Aussies.
0: Well, <laughs> you better. But, but results. Well, were... I get to choose both. I'm choosing both. Yeah. I have a...
1: Nah, I um, meant Sexton and Tomac. <laughs> no. Nothing. Oh. To, yeah. <laughs> they they are unbelievable. They're going to be hard to beat. I saw a video of Jet though on the 450 Holy the other day, shit. and he like ju- there's a big Jump roller in into the turn. turn, like he could be. And you know.
0: buds like Sandy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No it's, pressure. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. Um, I think
0: Mitch Evans has got his back against the wall.
1: Yeah.
0: With also kind of not, I say back against the wall, but with no pressure.
1: Yeah.
0: And people in the States, it's, I, the irony of how, how, how isolated we are in the States, people don't even know who Mitch Evans is. Nah. He's a factory, he's Tim Geiser's teammate, factory yeah, yeah. HRC. He's a top seven uh, MX1 rider. Yeah. He's coming over to the U.S. like guns a blazing. Yeah. Trying to prove himself, mm. this could be something that catapults his career, or actually, is catastrophic yeah. for his career.
1: Like I heard, I could be wrong, but I heard that he re-signed with HIC next year. Oh, That'd it? be awesome. I haven't heard for a one-year contract. I did hear that. I don't that know. I, but then I uh, yeah. I, I hope so. Yeah. So uh, like, if he has, you know, I feel like he's gonna have the pressure off his shoulders. I think this year with his injury that he was off for so long, he um he was coming back he and had probably a, his had his
0: wrist was so bad. Yeah,
1: and he had the pressure of trying to you know keep his ride for the following year. So every round he was just trying to better himself. But now if he has signed another year contract, I feel like there's nations kind of weight off his shoulders. He can kind of ride, have fun with it, and I think he'll show the results. Dude, I,
0: I, I don't disagree with you. So if you're betting, man, I'm not going to bet against you <laughs> <laughs> because I'm broke as shit. What, what are you going to bet Australia wins? hundred bucks? Ten bucks? The Australian peso versus what are American other What other
1: countries are solid, as in, got their solid, uh, oh, so bolt, like, you know, riders?
0: I, I mean, dude, Netherlands almost podium with two guys last year because they had a guy fall out. Yeah. But, I mean, dude, it's really – t- the the field's dwindled quite a lot. Like, mm. Tim Geiser's not coming over.
1: Kenny's not doing it. Kenny's
0: not doing it. I mean, um, I think Italy will be strong.
1: Who's French? Who's uh,
0: well that that's the thing. France is Marvin on the lights bike. Yeah. Um
1: so I feel like that team's always pretty solid, aren't and they? And we don't know if Ferranis is in or out. So yeah. so
0: France I think is, is like the is like the anomaly, right? They can get in there. But I, I do think that it's I hate to say it, but the pressure's on Cooper Justin Cooper.
1: It, oh hundred percent. He <laughs> knew that when they were trying <laughs> to make the decision of who yeah, to so, choose. So.
0: so Yeah, man, we'll stay tuned. It's coming up soon. Yeah. Next weekend? Yeah. Next weekend, man. Yeah. Dead stations, and then we go into Cardiff for yeah. the World Supercross. So this will be a very uh, – well, well, actually, man, it's be, it'll be interesting. I think uh, we'll see what this MX of Nation brings in. And I, I, before we go, I just want to say a huge shout-out to a, a crew of the guys in America. I haven't been there for almost two years now. Uh, Paul Parabinos, Jason Thomas, Dan Truman – those guys I'm not real, I'm not tired with their career I know Paul pretty decent but those guys have absolutely gone above and beyond to try to get the American team back on track Paul Perebrinos took auntie Colin in from KTM's um, platform for a golf tournament applied it to American team raised some funds to get them the factory team supported so it didn't cost them more money I think there's more accountability, there's more pressure on people, they're trying to break that old regime of the Roger DeCoster only team, and props to that 30 to 40 year old group of guys that are my peers for injecting themselves, their industry knowledge, industry passion for America to come out and finally try to get back a win, man, it's been a shit show for a long time, but... Going against up against the Aussies, the irony of it, with Michael Byrne, the team manager, yeah. Hunter Lawrence, Jet Lawrence, they're in Florida. Mitch Evans is probably already in Florida training with them. They're going to have a freaking plan. They're all riding together. Yeah. It's going to be a sight to see. So um, look forward to it. Luke, thank you for tuning in, man. Or in, not tuning in, for coming on this shit show of a podcast in my garage.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on board.
0: How, I think we should do this more. Um, I hope your pizza doesn't give you diarrhea on the way to Santa <laughs> Cruz tonight.
1: That's if I make it there. What's the time?
0: Oh, I don't know, man. We've been doing this for over an hour, I think. It's 847. Your sister just got home. Uh, about to have a baby any day now. <laughs> I have had a baby tonight. But anyways, folks, you know what? I'm going to get Luke back on here. It's been a great time. He's been a lot of great insight. Thank you to everyone for tuning in. It's been a good one. Uh, until then, thanks for tuning in to the My School Podcast, the Slater Luke Reardon, till next time.